Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It is 922 and Total Information AM continues. I'm Debbie Monterey along with Tom Ackerman. Missouri lawmakers have filed more anti-LGBTQ bills this session than any other state. That's according to bill tracking done by the ACLU. At least 27 anti-LGBTQ bills have already been introduced by Missouri Republicans, beating second place Texas by more than a dozen of these type of bills. Joining us now, Susan Halla, the national president of Transparents, an organization that was founded here in St. Louis. Susan, thank you for joining us on KMOX. Thanks, Debbie and Tom. Great to great to be here. Great to have you. Uh, what do you make of the sudden race by lawmakers to target the trans community? Well, it isn't just our law- lawmakers, Tom. It's really happening all across the country. None of our lawmakers are actually writing these bills. They're coming out of right-wing think tanks and being disseminated to all the legislatures across the nation. If you look at the bills that are introduced in Florida, introduced in Texas, introduced in South Dakota, they're all the exact same bill. Uh, the language really hasn't even changed, and half of our legislators haven't even read them before they propose them. It's not even just our legislature. We've got the Missouri Attorney General, who is making this a top issue, and Senator Josh Hawley uh, has a bill that he's putting forward federally where he calls gender-affirming treatment child abuse. He wants to allow people to sue over it, and he's alleging that people are being forced into this kind of treatment is it what are people being forced into this kind of treatment not at all it's completely untrue and it's a right-wing talking point um i am the parent of a transgender child he's now 22 and absolutely thriving after the treatment that he received here in st louis um after i know we'll talk about it after the bombshell whistleblower uh, allegation came out and i want to point out it's been one person there has not been one other person who's come to forward to corroborate this information but uh, I, dozens of parents have reached out to me and said did did you have this experience i didn't have this experience and and we've all come together and not a one of us uh can say that we've ever had this experience we've had nothing but um a wonderful experience it's taken all of our children a long time for their medical care nothing like the they're saying in the media this is nothing forced this is nothing that's happening at any breakneck speed um and all of our children are thriving because of the care they're receiving susan at what point did you feel like you could share openly your family's journey was it hard to do that uh yes and no i think it's become much more difficult as i worry about my family's safety and i i don't say that lightly Um, both of my children do not live in missouri anymore and um, so i feel much more comfortable being able to come forward and both of my children are of the age of majority do you think all of this talk um, is whipping up some, uh, unfortunately, uh, anger or violence towards people in the trans community? Yes, we're seeing, because I'm the national director, we have uh, chapters across the country, and we're seeing in other areas where we've had families reported to Child Protective Services for um, giving life-saving medical care to their children. Uh, it is incredibly scary. I've, I've received hate hate email before, so um, it's it's really whipping people up into terrible, um, the worst aspects of humanity, really. 
it's important uh, on KMOX, on this platform or any news platform, to be able to put out factual information. And we provide that opportunity for all sides uh, to come together to provide information on what's going on. So what would you say to lawmakers who are proposing, you've already said some, this anti-trans legislation? And most importantly, what misinformation is out there that you would like to correct here on the air? Sure. The misinformation is that this isn't appropriate care, that this is child abuse. It is not. Um, there is no one getting surgery under the age of 18 at Children's Hospital for transgender issues. That is one large issue that uh, keeps coming up time and time again. It is not happening, period. Um, children that are younger than um 15, 16 are not receiving any sort of hormonal care outside of puberty blockers, and those are safe and effective and used in other uh, childhood diseases. Um, all that does is allow us as families to get together with our teams of physicians, healthcare practitioners, and be able to make decisions with our children in tandem with this entire team when they become old enough to start making those decisions. We also, I was digging around because I know that uh, some of the testimony in Jefferson City was very emotional uh, with a number of speakers saying that as they were going through this alone, silently, you know, suicide was always on their mind. And according to the National Library of Medicine, 82 percent of transgender individuals have considered killing themselves and 40 percent have attempted suicide and the highest rate of that is among transgender youth. So I wonder how what you think about what the impact. I imagine it's hard enough to be a young person going through this, but now we're debating this loudly and publicly uh, in the media. Right. It is really incredibly distressing to our kids. Um, as parents, we have to weigh that line of protecting them from this rhetoric or allowing them to speak their piece. Right now, uh, as a group, we're really trying to um, rein back any of our younger children from testifying, even though they really want to. They want to tell lawmakers, they want to meet lawmakers and say, hi, this is who I am, and I'm just a regular kid. And they are. They're just regular kids. Um, But, yes, the suicide rate is crazy. My, My own son had suicidal ideations. Luckily, he never acted on any of them. Uh, but after treatment and becoming the man that he is, um, he is just really thriving. Well, we're glad to hear that he is thriving. And thank you so much for taking the time to join us this morning. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the time. Uh, trans kids are like your kids. They're like Tom's kids. They're like everyone's kids. And we just want to be able to give them the medical care that they need and that they deserve. And that is um, appropriate medical care based on all standards of practice. Susan Halla is the national president of Transparent here in St. Louis. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.